Hello everybody, this is uh, Kevin at Podcast For Me. A podcast for me and a podcast for you. This is a special podcast in which I do a review on Infinity War. I watched it and I uh, usually I try to get the podcast and uh, review things, but if it's a big thing like, you know, Black Panther, you know, Pacific Rim, whatever, I gotta make a, well, I don't know, like a couple Pacific Rim 2 into a, a podcast. But this one in particular, I, uh, Infinity War, I have to, I, I, I should just dedicate just a little bit to it because, you know, I'm a big nerd. So <laughs> I've been following these movies since they first came out. I remember when the first movie Iron Man came out, and I was like, uh, I didn't really care. And I think Hulk came out before that. There was movies before that, but I think Iron Man was like the first when it really, when they really started to get their stride. And I was like, I went to watch it because it was a Friday. I was in the Navy, and I was like, whatever. And I went to watch it, and I was surprised. I really liked it. And to this day, I still watch it with my son. I mean, it's just that good. And since then, I've watched every single one of these movies with expectations going into it. For instance, I was like, Thor, whatever. But it's a good movie. But going into it, I was like, they're just doing this so they can make an Avengers movie. Right? And so I watched the Hulk movie, and that didn't work out too well. I don't think it was under Marvel's flag. I'm not too sure. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it was. I think it was. But I, it was whatever. I, I, I didn't care. And then um, Thor, Hulk, um, they did Captain America. That movie wasn't that great either. It, it really wasn't that good. And then they made Avengers, and that blew everyone's mind. I thought it was really good. And then, uh, so I, I should have I prefaced uh, my, my review of this movie with, let me give you some background. So you have Avengers, and then after that, what did we have? I guess you call it stage two, the sequels of these movies. And they were much better. Thor 2 was a lot better. Still not good to this day. Um, I mean, like, it, it was better, you know. I'm like, whatever. Uh, I can never finish the movie again, you know. Like, every time I try to watch it, it doesn't work. Iron Man 2, I liked. I liked a lot. A lot of, oh, it was so good. It was so different. But people hated it because there was not enough, you know, fighting, you know. And then, uh, was it Thor? Captain America 2. Holy shit. I thought that was, like, the worst of the movies from stage one they, that's what they're calling these things stage one i guess uh, it was fantastic one of my favorites civil civil war and it was made by these guys called the russo brothers and anthony russo and joe russo they got together they made that fucking movie and it was so good and ever since then every time they're they dip their hands in some shit it's good um i think guardians of the galaxy came out and that blew my fucking mind it was unexpectedly good and then you had um i guess avengers 2 I think Ant-Man was in there and somewhere. I, I don't know if it's before. And I'm not, I don't really give a shit. So you have your Ant-Man. That was okay. And you have your Avengers Age of Ultron 2. That was pretty good. It was good. I liked it. Not better than the Avengers, but it was good. You know, it doesn't achieve that plateau of like, oh, man. You know, and then after that, you had Stage 3, I guess. And that's what your Civil War. That was really good. Russo Brothers once again. Uh, real good. Uh, would you have Iron Man three? That wasn't that good. That people didn't like. I liked it though a lot. Um, no more Hulk. I guess you had like Thor. Thor's third movie above and beyond all the rest at that point. And then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, which was still my favorite. You know, it had everything. It was number one. You know, and then Black Panther and um, I think that's about it, right? Yeah, that's it for those Marvel movies. And then culminating into this movie, Avengers Affinity War, you know, a 10-year legacy. It took 10 years to get to this route. Lots of money, 
and then these actors became super rich. But man, man, oh man, I really liked it. Uh, so let me give you a spoiler-free review. It was a good movie. Had a lot of moving parts to this uh, movie. A lot of actors, you know, that are up there, you know, and they all had their own movies. And they, they made the movie work really well. What makes this movie the best isn't so much the story and action, although very, very good, top-tier level, I would call it. Uh, it was the, um, the ability to get all these working characters that are good. They're really good. They have deep backstories and make them mesh well without being too too convoluted you know if you have too many like for instance justice league god <laughs> i didn't even think about that why can't justice league work you know they only had like what five characters avengers had uh, i don't know 20 60 characters of some sort and they made that a really good movie um and uh yeah i mean give the russo brothers justice league see what they can do <laughs> anyways that's my spoiler-free review. Let's get into some spoilers. Fuck yeah. So if you haven't seen the movie um, and you don't want the movie spoiled, don't listen to this review. However, I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. I love this movie. I watched it with my kid and wife. Good times. Waited forever to watch it. And uh, uh, the beginning of the movie, you have um, like the ending. Like So the ending of Thor, uh, spoiler, uh, I guess everyone's on this ship. From the Asgardians are on this ship. Thor's there. Loki's there. Everyone's there. And uh, Thanos comes. And I guess he's coming there to take one of the stones. And it turns out Loki had pilfered one of the stones, the um, Cosmic Cube, which has, I guess, the Space Jam or whatever. So Thanos comes to the ship. He's killed everybody. You know, Thor's pinned up, and Loki's like I don't know held too and um uh how well idris elba i forgot what character he plays but he's there he's just chilling and i guess thor uh, off screen before this movie even started thanos had already destroyed whoever he had to destroy to get the power stone which was held at the nova corp you know and and, then the guardians of the galaxy so he's got the power gem already so he's already up there okay so he comes the thing Loki uh, stalls for time, and Hulk comes out, right? And Hulk, they, Hulk and Thor, or Hulk and Thanos fight, and Thanos fucks him up badly. That's it, right? That's some shit goes down. I'm not, I don't really get into the details, but man, just then, that first 15 minutes, man, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you had Hulk fighting uh, Thanos, and then they really de- establish, they, like, in all of the Marvel Universe, they've established Hulk's the shit, right? But after Thor 3, it kind of like they're moving him downward, you know? <laughs> Thor's stronger, I guess. Um, Hulk, he gets his ass kicked, right? And that, that that puts it out there that Thanos is the strongest. He's, he's, that's it. And you could argue that it's because of the, the power gem. But let me, let me put a pin on that. Let's see. Power gem, question mark, Hulk. So you could argue that he used the power gem. That's how he fucked him up, right? And uh, I guess he kills Loki. So that happens. So they establish that he's there to kill a bunch of people. They even put a little thing out there. and There will be no resurrection for you. And he kills him. Because Loki does that thing where he dies and he comes back. And he's he, that's his thing. Right? So he says it out there. So I guess they put it out there. Who knows? Right? 
And uh, with the last energy before he dies, Idris Elba throws the Hulk into Earth. You know, he uses the power of that gate and throws him to Earth. And then he dies. And um, that sucks, right? You know, it sucks to be Thanos. I mean, it sucks to be um, Thor. And then the ship explodes and Thor's in space. Whatever. So the Hulk, he goes to Earth to warn everybody. Okay? So the movie just takes off after that. You know, it's you got the characters meeting finding out what's going on and they all kind of splinter off and do their thing i'm not going to recap the entire movie it's just that that's pretty much the start of the movie the first 15 minutes were fucking like they established things they established that Thanos is the man he's collecting the stones so that's why he needs to go to where he needs to go and um um hulk gets sent out to warn the rest of earth right and, and and you know Thor, he's out there in the open, so that's how they connect everything. So Thanos gets uh, Thanos. Hulk goes Earth, warns everybody that everyone's gonna figure that all out, and then um, um, what's his name? Do 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 do. Thor gets with the Guardians of the Galaxy, so that works out. So you connected that section of them. Okay. Now the thing to note is when the Guardians of the Galaxy pick up uh thor that's when the it feels like the movie shifts in in that one sp- like little bubble i would call it it's it's as if you're watching a Gar- guardians of the galaxy movie in fact in every part of the movie that this takes place it's a thanos movie it's an avengers movie that's it but just on this aspect alone it is a guardians of the galaxy movie just that one little part where they're making jokes and riffing off of each other. There's even a cool part where Chris Pratt is like uh, talking deeply because he's with Thor, you know, and Thor's all like alpha male, you know, so yeah, I'm, I'm Star Lord, you know, and everyone calls him out for it. It's really good. But the thing to point out, other than that, this is a Guardians of the Galaxy movie at this point in time, is that Gamora gives a, um, a reason why Thanos is doing what he's doing. Thanos is she te- she she explains that Thanos's deal is to get rid of half of human half of the universe that's his thing. He goes to planet and kills half the planet. That's his thing. He learned it because that's what he thinks he needs to do. So he's been questing for these gems to do this. All right, done. So that's the only part to take. Guardians of the Galaxy movie I thought it was cool and also gives you a reason why he's doing it. Now, Thor, uh, Thanos does this thing where he he splits off in in in, in groups like he's got because he's got this group called the Black Order. He sends them out for the stones, and I think a, you could reason the reason he does that. It, they don't explain it is because once Hulk goes to Earth, he knows Hulk Earth knows what's up. So it's now a race to get these gems. So he sends a group there, and he sends a group to. No, he just sends a group to Earth. And then he goes to nowhere, yeah. So he splits off. He goes to one spot, they go to another, right? And then uh, it's cool, too, because, like, you, you get to see some of the characters on Earth. Like, Iron Man has this, like, uh, new suit, which I'll explain later. Um, and he meets with Doctor Strange and shit like that. And they fight this dude of the Black Order called uh, Maul or whatever his name. What was his name? Let's see. Maul. Maul. Maul, Maul, Maul. He's not a main character because there's so many fucking characters. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people, man. That Robert Downey Jr., he's he's pretty good at this uh, Iron Man nonsense. 
Mall, 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 Ebony Mall. Ebony Mall was one of the coolest villains in the in the in the movie because he had te- telekinesis, so he was like, cons- and he was fighting wizards and shit. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Um, Hulk for some reason doesn't want to transform in this movie. That's a thing. Uh, Spider Man gets the armored spider suit. I fucking was like screaming, "Oh, I got the armored spider!" <laughs> Lots of shit. They splinter off even more at that point. Um, that's about it, really. There's one cool scene though um, when they're on nowhere, where it's like a giant floating head. That's where they're trying to get the reality gem, and uh, Gamora uh, goes to kill Thanos. And he, she does. And I was like, fucking tight, right? And then she starts crying, right? And this is important. I thought, man, the Russo brothers are pretty intelligent when they make things. They made it in the way where she starts crying after she killed them. And it turns out that because Thanos had already gotten the reality gem, he created a reality in which he was there. And then she, he wanted to see what she would do. And she was sad. And there was, I guess, like a conversation before this that she, I guess she knows where the soul gem is. So she needs to die to protect that information. So she tells Star-Lord. And at this point in time, they probably profess that they, they, they just finally profess their love for each other. Both Star-Lord and Gamora. They cement that. It took, they baby stepped around it for a while. So, so now they're in a position where Thanos is holding her and he's going to take her with him. And um, Star-Lord is in a position where he has to kill her. And because he loves her, he does it, right? And Thanos just wanted to test this out. He wanted to see who his girl's with. And he goes, I like him. But when he goes to kill her, bubbles come out because he controls reality. So he takes her away. So this is this pro- this point at this aspect right there, if you're watching that movie, that, that shows you that he needs her to get the, the gem out of her, right? Uh, to, to find out where the soul gem is because that's one of the gems she, he's looking for. Got to catch them all. And he want he didn't have to do any of that. He could have just killed them. But no, he wanted to see who she loves and see if this is a good guy. And then he spares him. He could have killed them. You know, he could have killed them right then and there, viciously if he wanted to. But he no, he lets her lets him live. That just shows you in a way that he kind of cares for her because he he didn't have to save the one that she loves. Cause she even said it, you know, I love you. So then you go to his planet and you see uh, Nebula and she's getting tortured. That's another thing that shows you. See, he tor- he's torturing Nebula. That's his, one of his daughters, right? He's torturing. You don't give a fuck. But he never tortures her at all. So that just shows you right there that you know he really cares for her. And uh, so he tortures her to get the gem and lets her live. So she she says, oh, yeah, the gem is here, blah, 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 blah. So they go to this planet. I'm, I'm inadvertently recapping this fucking movie. I don't mean to, but there's aspects of this that's cool. Uh, they go to uh, they go to the planet. Um, I forgot the name of it. And you see the Red Skull. And that's fucking awesome. And it's a cool setting. And uh, well, one thing to note, the Russo brothers do this thing where they, they title where where you're at which is cool because it gives you a concept of where you're at you know in the story you're like where am i on earth am i at this planet and things like that and i thought that was pretty tight uh kind of like dune dune does that right so much arrakis all that um anyways um oh, let me put a pin on that one guts all right cool um uh, so they go to the planet 
And it turns out that the, the Red Skull, he had been questing for the gems too, which is cool. That is a cool thought, you know? How many years has he been looking? Why is he still young looking? Because this is 70 years later. He's normal looking. He's not old. What is that super serum uh, serum inside? Super serum soldier. Super soldier serum. Well, let's try to say that three times real fast. What, what does that do for him, you know? So he was looking for the gems, right? And it turns out that the gem... To get the soul gem, you have to give up some someone. It's a soul gem. You have to give up a soul that you love. So if you don't love a soul, he says something that you love. But I guess that you could just reason it that it's a soul. And that's kind of weird, right? I mean, shouldn't you be able to get all the other gems and then beckon the soul gem? But no, the soul gem's so powerful that you need to give it a soul that you love just to harness it that's crazy now pay dividends in the long run i think as story goes so that's cool because uh, the skull guy couldn't get it because he doesn't love anybody you know but then again man if he had collected all the gems couldn't he make himself love something and then give it up i don't know so um he gives up like so as he's standing there and he he realizes that he has to give up someone something he loves he he starts to cry which is like fucking crazy right and then gamora starts laughing in his face she's like ha 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 you don't love anybody that's why you're never gonna get it so your plan won't work and then he turns he starts crying and he's like looking at her and then she's like you can't mean that you love me and it's crazy because when she killed him she cried I don't know why, you know, maybe because she was sad that she killed her dad. But then now, now he's crying, and that, sh that shows that he really does love her, right? I mean, and he to get the gem, he has to kill her. So that's a lot of mixed emotions. That, that was a beautifully written part right there. You got this lady who hates this guy, but this guy loves you, like for real loves you. Because, like, it, it, this is the stakes, man. It has to be real love, right? So he's loving her, and and then like he has to kill her. <laughs> you know, like that's such, such a weird way of thinking. And then like that confirms it too. So he goes and throws her off the cliff, and she dies. <laughs> and then he gets the gem, right? All right, so he's good to go on that. Uh, there's other little characters that are like they're in love with each other, and they're just tying up loose ends. You know, Vision, Scarlet Witch, whatever whatever they get the gems fuck it all right so like um it's it's another thing to know is um captain america throughout the movie which he's get he's seen at this point in time where you know they're like he saves vision or whatever right he doesn't say much but he does do a lot like he it's like he sees things and i would like to know what he was thinking at that point in time like in the comic like he was thinking man they love each other finally you know but they're gonna have to get that gem like it looks like he he's calculating thoughts but that's just my mind coming up with shit i wonder in the russo's brothers when they were making this did they were they thinking that captain america was thinking this guy's gonna die because <laughs> danos is gonna win like has he done the calculations and that's the way it's gonna be i don't know it would be cool if it was. But Captain America doesn't say much in this show, which would be cool if he did, but he doesn't. And uh, maybe in the second Avengers movie where they, I don't know what they're going to do, maybe you'll have more dialogue because it'll be less characters to work with. Um, so 
they go to help uh, Vision. So they go to Wakanda. That's how they connected to Black Panther. And a um, lot of fighting. And they Thanos gets what he wants. He gets the gem. I'm not going to go into detail here, man. He gets the fucking gem. Uh, he snaps his fingers. Everybody dies. There's a big battle scene between Thanos uh, fighting uh, Iron Man and them. You know, that was pretty cool. And Doctor Strange uses the time gem, which is a big cheater of the gems, I think. He uses the time gem, and he, he figures out out of the millions and millions of possibilities, there was one way to win. They put that out there. So uh, they fight Thanos and lose. All right, whatever. And he drops a fucking moon on them, which I don't know how they survived that. So he stamps his fingers, half the universe dies. I thought that was crazy. And then he goes to some planet and life is good. You know, he sees the sunset because that's what he wanted. All right. Now I get to recap to the movie. Let me throw some things out on some stupid things. Why did Thanos have to destroy half the universe? Now, they, they, make, a, they make a claim, you know, uh, a planet could thrive or whatever. They should have demonstrated that. Demonstrated a uh, there's a finite amount of Earths or planets that life can live. But it didn't seem, there's so many fucking planets, you know. So how's there like a, a, like a, like a, like a resource thing, you know. I get the one planet, you know hurting and stuff why not instead of uh, killing half of them you move them to another planet or something the fuck right his his motivations were weak but whatever that aside it works you know in the comic it was he was in love with death and that's why he did it so he wanted to give death uh, some souls i guess i don't know but uh in this one it's he just came up with this you know maybe maybe in the second movie they can hammer that out but whatever I accept it. Um, stupid things. Scarlet Witch is has undefined power. Like at one instance, she's able to destroy an Infinity Gem. So how come she's having trouble fighting anybody? Like there's times where she's fighting and she's losing, and I'm like, what the fuck? Didn't you just almost destroy? There's a part right. She jumps off of a thing and she lifts these huge, humongous things like. Like the, they're like these big wheels that she, they're like 10 times or something. They're like skyscrapers. She lifts all four, throws them and destroys them or whatever, right? And I'm like, why the fuck is this girl having any trouble? So it's like she forgets how strong she is, right? And in fact, she's so strong. Then Thanos, with all five, four, all four infinity gems, or he has a bunch of infinity gems. Who can overpower the Hulk, by the way? She stops him almost. She, I mean, she really almost stops him. Uh, and, you know, whatever on that. So I don't know why. I, I hate that whole I forget my powers thing. You know, you did it here, and you, yeah, but you can't do it there. You know, whatever. So, she, so it happened. Um, let's see here. What else I got going on in there? Gripes. Um... Uh, that's about it really i don't really care that was it it was you know what's cool is um they got this one guy he's a dwarf in real life but in the in the movie he, he's a dwarf but he's a giant <laughs> and that's they even call him a dwarf but he's still big uh the, a lot of cool part when they're forging a hammer for uh thor that was pretty cool he uh, thing to note thor withstand the power of a sun just saying that's pretty powerful you know Let's see here. Um, that's about it, really. 
That's all I got for that. Let me, I got other notes I wrote down here. Locations. A lot of locations. They made it work. Greatest achievement to this movie, the amount of people that they had, and they made it work. Uh, best performances, I thought, were, let's see. I liked Iron Man. He was good. I liked Thor. He was good. Uh, nah, Hulk was whatever. Rogers didn't do much. Scarlett Johansson didn't do much. Doctor Strange did a lot. He was good. But, I mean, not as good as Iron Man, I would say. Hey, scene stealer, uh, Spider-Man did a lot. He was really good. I don't want to die. Gamora did really good. Jesus. Uh, Thanos did, was the best, I think. He was the best actor and all that. And uh, let's see here. Benedict Wong. Benedict Shield the Toro. Wait a minute. Wait, I thought I saw Brad Pitt. Chris Pratt was pretty cool, but Gamora's performance was better, I think. And Thor was really good. Uh, that's as far as I'm going to go. Best performances. Uh, best scene, I thought. Let's see. I don't know, man. That Hulk fight was pretty good. Gamora dying was real sad. Uh, yeah, I think Gamora... That Gamora scene, I think, was the best part of that movie. I mean, it's it was intense. Uh, there was so much shit going on right there in that little instance. And that's really good. Um... So in one part, they established that, okay, so their fight, okay, so Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, pretty much the Guardians of the Galaxy are fighting Thanos. And um, he's got a lot of the gems on him. Power Gem, the one he used to beat the Hulk, and Space Gem, uh, Reality Gem. Uh, yeah, he had the fucking Reality Gem. And uh, he didn't get time or mind yet. And he already has a soul, so he has four of them. So he's got a lot of the gems on him, you know. And by the way, he beat the Hulk, just saying. I don't think Star-Lord could beat the Hulk, but whatever. So they're fucking him up, right? And Iron Man, like, keeps trying not to close his hand. So they get to a point where Iron Man says, hey, yeah, don't let him close his fist. And they establish that if he closes his fist, he can use the, the gauntlet, you know. Okay. How did he beat the Hulk, if that's the case? Because the Hulk was fucking him up. So was he using the power gem at that point? Because if he was, it turns out you need to make a fist to do all this. But then again, what's a snap? <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe those are settings of the gauntlet. turns out the dwarves made the gauntlet so they can harness the gems. So is it a thing where, all right, in fist mode, I can use the gems. In snap mode, I destroy half the universe. I mean, that's all it does, right? Then why did they even say, don't let him make a fist? I don't I don't get it. Because they were fucking him up for an instance. They made that a thing. So how is it that he beat the Hulk, you know? Unless he's as strong as the Hulk. You know, whatever. You tell me Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange couldn't come up with a spell to make his hand stay open? I'm just saying. Should have took him to that one reality. Fuck it, it, okay, so he's got the time gem. Oh, he didn't have the time gem yet, did he? So Doctor Strange has the time gem. It could be said that he goes back in time and sets up events so that they win. I'm just saying. I think that's what the Avengers 2 would be. But also, he's got the time gem. Why didn't he just reverse time when Thanos got there? Why didn't he stop time when he got there? Why didn't he just stop time and, and put him in a, re, a reality and just kept him there and kept repeating time over and over and over, right? I mean, there's so many ways he could have won with the time jam, you know? 
okay so they get to a point where they're beating him up and they almost get the fucking glove off of him that's a thing why didn't they stop time and then take the glove off what the fuck (laughs) okay there's a part where they're about to get the glove off and chris pratt's like shooting him and it's like he gets mad because he finds out that gamora's dead and then breaks his concentration and then he puts the glove back on okay dr strange could have reversed time and then like i don't know did that dimensional thing and sent him away and uh there you go and finished taking his fucking glove off i mean there's so many ways to crack this nut like what what did he perceive that by taking off the glove using the time jam he'd get it back i don't know it's just whatever i i you just have to just let it go at that point that part wasn't well written but it was an action scene so those are hard to do everything else was well written you know or maybe that was the plan all along to almost succeed just to fail. Hey, just food for thought. Alright, so Power Gem, Infinity War, Soul Gem. Oh, one theory I had was okay, so the Soul Gem needs souls. So maybe maybe the Soul Gems maybe the Soul Gem will be the villain of the next movie. Cause it's gonna be like uh like the Soul Gems like, you know, it really needed the souls. That's why it it did it, it put the idea in his head you know so he's been killing for the soul gem and maybe mr steth is in the soul gem maybe i don't know maybe everyone's in the soul world and the soul gem creates a universe where everything's good and peaceful maybe all the guardians of the galaxy are just there chilling maybe that's a thing but the characters have to come back spider-man needs to come back black panther needs to come back and and, and dr strange needs to come back because it got sequels to these movies so maybe maybe not i don't know well, that that answers the question: Are they going to reverse everything they did? They have to, to an extent, or come up with a reason why Spider-Man comes back to life. My predictions for Avengers two, though, maybe they'll have uh, the Black Spider-Man. Uh, what's his name? Miles Morales. You know, the, the Mexican black guy Spider-Man. That'd be pretty cool. Donald Glover's becoming more famous, so maybe they'll they'll shift gears because it's supposed to be this kid. Uh, Donald Glover's cousin, right? Miles Morales. But it could be Donald Glover because he's pretty famous. Who knows what they'll do with that? Um, oh, yeah. Who's going to... So, like, who's going to sacrifice to to hold the infinity? Oh, so if you want to reverse everything, it has to be like a snap of the fingers, right? You got to get the gems and snap your fingers to bring everyone back. I mean, that, I mean, I guess that's the thing you have to do, right? I mean, this is logical. So who owns? Who's gonna get the 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 Infinity Gauntlet? You know, like they have to sacrifice someone they love. Now I heard this one nerd say Iron Man's gonna sacrifice Captain America for for the for the gem. I thought it's like your most loved one, or maybe I'm just feeding into it. Maybe because like if it's someone he loves the most, shouldn't it be his wife? But if it's not, why is it Captain America? Or is this someone you do love? I do love you, Steve. And then he sends them out. That'd be cool. But whoever gets that Infinity Gauntlet has to sacrifice something. So that'd be cool. Which, that, okay. Alright, so, let's see, Iron Man's armor. Iron Man's armor is the coolest, I think. In in respect, uh, it didn't look the coolest, but it was the coolest in what it could do. As it as it turns out, he has this device on his chest, and inside his chest, it's it's nano technology. So his suit 
shifts and morphs to what he needs at the time, which I thought was cool. Um, if I was him, I would have like packs of that shit because it seemed to be as he was fighting Thanos, he was running out of nanites, so they were running out. If I was him, and it's one little pack, you know, I would have like a hundred packs on me. Dude, I would have so many packs, it'd be insane. <laughs> I mean, like, because just with the one suit, he was able to do so much. I would have so many packs, I would have like a million packs on me. So I could, because it's like a little square triangle. I just make a bunch of packs and then just fucking Hulk buster that shit up. I don't know, man. <laughs> it shouldn't, that suit was cool. I really liked it. And it looked cool, but I liked how it, what, what the implications of it was um girl power there's a scene in which there's one female bad guy her name is let's see if i can find her name it's mantis wong or uh ebony ma i think that was cool proxima midnight proxima midnight played by carrie coon uh she was pretty cool and i don't know it just felt like there was a conversation in the room where they're like, hey, let's, uh, we got to have a female bad guy and, uh, it, and she has to fight the other girls or something. And that's who, who it is. That's, that's Carrie Coon in a nutshell. And, uh, there's a part in, um, it's funny. The, the first time she fights, she fights, um, black, uh, not black, uh, Panther, but, um, she fights. Urgh, my brain's not focusing well. She fights um, Scarlet Witch. Then she fights Scarlet Witch. Is this Scarlet Witch? Oh, Scarlet Johansson. That's why it confused me. He fights. She fights the Scarlet Witch. Then she fights um, the Black Widow. And then there's a scene in Wakanda where she fights the Wakanda lady, uh, played by I forgot her name, but she's uh, she's like uh, one of the guards. And she's from uh, The Walking Dead, that one lady with the sword. And then she's also fighting um, Black Widow. And she's fighting, uh, I think she fights, what's her name too? I don't know. I can't remember. But it was just like girl power. That's what it looked like. I'm like why does the girl have to fight the other girls? I mean, could she fight somebody else? And they just had to have that scene that way. But whatever. They had it. That happened. Um, let's see. What else we got going on here? See Captain America. I wrote more stuff. Damn, Thanos forgetting powers. Yeah, another thing happens is where Thanos forgets what powers he has. Like, why he gives these guys so many chances to fuck him up. So he goes to fight these guys, and um, I don't think any one of the characters that he was fighting could take the power of the Hulk punching them in the face. I mean, unless Spider Man could t can stop the Hulk's punch. I mean, Thanos should be able to fuck them all up with one punch. Like, da, da, da. And there's another scene in which... Let's see, where other struggles was he having? Well, that's about it. That was, like, really the only struggle. Yeah, that's it. Fuck it. Whatever. He didn't forget his powers. Scarlet Witch forgot her powers, though. Best due to having so much, yeah. So, in the end, I rate this movie top of the list... I think top roll. I don't know. I have to watch it again. I didn't cry though. Infinity, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, still my number one, but I give this a number two. This is my number two. And then Civil War.
and then Captain America's uh, second movie. Yeah, whatever. But it was it was pretty good. It was I give it a solid nine, uh, nine point five if anything out of ten, and uh, it was yeah, phew, man. They had a lot of characters. They made it work. The movie worked. It was better than the comic. Have you ever read the original Infinity War comic? Infinity War. It's called the Infinity Gauntlet. But the Infinity War is the sequel to the Infinity Gauntlet, and that's way different from this movie. And this movie's better than both those comics combined. The, it, this is a way better movie than the comic. Um, it's amazing that they were able to put so many characters together and make the story work. So it can be done. You can make a good story with a lot of characters and just good writing. It wasn't just the special effects that made the movie good. The writing was really tight. I mean, there's some little errors here and there, but that's just nerd rage, you know? Other than that, real good. So whenever you watch a movie with a lot of characters, like, for instance, Justice League, the fuck, guys? <laughs> they fucking can't do anything good, man. You guys get the Russo brothers this, you know? Um, let's see here. I hope that the Russo brothers get a hold of other franchises like Guts. Guts is pretty good. Why do they call it Guts? Berserk. Berserk's a great uh, anime, comic book kind of thing. You know, it's never been done before. But I think that if the Russo brothers got a hold of that piece of shit right there, they could do a fucking epic thing. You know, the way they could write deeply on characters. I think they're being held back. They, they need more, more things to do if they want to. You know, don't force it. This guy's rock. They're my new faves. Anyways, this is Kevin with Podcast for Me. Uh, that's my review of Infinity uh, War. Go watch you some Infinity War. Watch it twice. I intend to. Uh, have a great day. And uh, as always, be the better person that you were yesterday. You know, be that future you. <laughs> that's awesome. The one that you tell, hey, I'm going to work out tomorrow. Be that person. Be that person today. And always stay frosty. Devil is true.